Hi everyone and welcome to the first uh, episode of our Colleges and Careers podcast. Um, we're really excited actually to be kicking this off. Um, it's been in the works for a few months so uh, it should be a good experience both for us and I think for all the listeners. Um, my name is Joanne. Uh, I actually am the founder of the company Colleges and Careers and I guess our core focus is really around helping individuals and corporates um, refine their recruitment style, the way that they do kind of engage with other organizations or people who they're looking to hire, etc. And this is through developing specific skills that are required in recruitment and also through kind of, I guess, networking and building relationships with organizations. So we, we really aspire to connect candidates and corporates. Uh, and how we do that is in a lot, number of different ways, which we can share, I guess, in a separate podcast. But um, the point is to say we, we love candidates and we love the corporates and we kind of like everything in between. So we work to do that. Mm. Um, so today, I think we're going to be talking about a few interesting topics. Um, but first, let's introduce the team. Uh, Twain, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Twain. Um, I am a technology risk consultant. Um, I currently work in financial services, but I spent the last couple of years working in consulting as well. And yeah, looking forward to um, speaking about the topics that we're going to be speaking about. As Joanne said, there's a lot, um, a lot of topics to cover. And yeah, looking forward to it. Lola. Hi, my name is Lola. I work in technology and I work also in financial services. And I'm also excited. Uh, I think we'll, we'll probably have been excited a few times <laughs> at the end of this podcast. But um, I'm really excited about this. I think it's such a needed um, medium because in this space, I think there's a lot that you know people just don't know. And I think what mm. colleges and careers will hope to do is to provide information as well as provide that connection that Joanne was talking about. So I'm excited. Looking forward. Hi, and I'm Shibomi. I'm I work in tech marketing. And I head marketing here at CNC as well. And wow, my team is full of tech There's people. Love technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Like that yeah, that actually, ju- well, I guess we're energy primed here. for the future. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Um, it's true. Yeah, and Continue yeah, just on here to shed light on all the necessary topics. We're going to be going through a whole bunch of topics, but today we're focusing mostly on the title of today's episode is. I graduated eight months ago and I am still unemployed. So mm. we're unpacking what that looks like. There's a lot to unpack. In there that, is a lot, isn't there? Yeah. What that looks like for people who are in that situation, how you end up in such a situation. Is that is that a normal thing? Is it not? Just what that looks like in the grand scheme mm. of job searching. Um, so I graduated eight months ago and I'm still unemployed. Um, so I've recently graduated. So I graduated actually about eight months ago. Touch wood, thank God, I'm actually employed. I was going to ask, are you employed? But it was a struggle. Yes. It wasn't easy getting here. And I don't think it, for the majority, finding a job is easy. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. Or finding the right job. Finding the right job. Yeah. That's even another angle. Because yeah. it's finding a job, finding the right job. And which is funny that you said that because in the poll that we carried out on our Instagram page, um, one of the questions that I asked or that we asked was, which what are some of the, the things you struggle with the most? Like finding the job, the application process, or actually finding a job of genuine interest and good pay. And that mm. hot, about sixty three percent of participants chose that as their struggle. Yeah. Mm. So there's finding a job, there's finding a right job. And we're going to unpack all of this today. Mm. Um. But the first thing we're going to actually speak about is what should someone in this situation do? So you're, you're going to eight months post graduate, like post graduation, mm. and you're unemployed. Mm. What do I do first? Like, 
I think in the first place, it's why, like, try to identify what it is that you, is the reason why you're unemployed. I mm. think that, you know, for a lot of us, you, a lot of us graduate, and it, I know there are people that know exactly what they wanted to do when they graduated, but a lot of us graduated and we were just like, where do we start? What, where do we, where do we go from here type of thing? So I think very key is that research bit in that in that eight months hopefully you haven't just been sitting around you've been doing research attending mm -hmm. events speaking to people in different fields of interest and trying to identify mm -hmm. what what is relevant for you and what works for you and things like that i think you raise a good point there so i think even even before you kind of take the time as you say to reflect like in that eight month period or if you haven't up until that point i think there is just a, a sense of being proactive as Absolutely, you say so yeah. like what are the roles that I want to apply for and, and why do I want to go into this area? So I think for you to be authentic and genuine in an interview or write a genuine cover letter, yeah. you kind of need to have an understanding of what you're applying for. Mm. Uh, I've seen a lot of cover letters that kind of are very, they don't really know anything Generic. about the role. Mm, they, yeah. they haven't really taken the time to, I guess, figure out what the organization does, why it's different, why it's special, etc. And it's just kind of, oh, I want to be in marketing because it's cool. It mm. looks nice. I like Instagram. I take mm. good pictures. But then mm. that's kind of not the whole story. It's mm. not really all of marketing. There's so much more to it. There's a lot of analytics, etc. Yeah. Mm. In the background that people forget, they just see the Instagram mm. post, mm. right? Mm. So I think there's, there's a bit of that as well. Yeah, I remember my first job um, after university. I remember thinking, wow, this is nothing like I thought it was from yeah. the outside. <laughs> and I think that's what's missing for a lot of people. They don't necessarily know what because when you're interviewing someone sitting on the applicant side you think i'm applying for the job that they've put out there so that's it but actually they're looking for someone who is genuine like you said who someone who will come in and apply themselves because they're looking for an individual so i think a lot of people just apply generically and think if i write one cover letter then surely it will catch i think some people think it's a numbers game, but I don't think it's a numbers game. I think you have to be very intentional about what you apply for and what you're going for. And I think also doing some background work, not necessarily, you know, reading about the company on Wikipedia, but speaking to people because I think your network is so important. So yes. events like the ones we will do on CC. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had Events, that. speaking to people on the inside, speaking to, you know, people who are in the job, who have been in the job for two months, three months, six months, six years, and just understanding exactly what they're looking for so that when you go onto that interview after when you finally get there, they can tell that you know what yeah. you're talking about. Not necessarily because you can do the analytics or whatever, but your head is in that space mm -hmm. and you will be right for the job. Because I think, I don't know what the poll said, I probably should know, but a lot of people might fall off at the interview stage. Yes, about 63% of people found that their issue was they fell off in stage one. So that's after... They didn't even get... They didn't get to interview. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They fell off after sending in their CV mm -hmm. and doing an online assess assessment. Mm -hmm. I, uh, that's very interesting because I, I think actually it's even more the assessment these days than yeah. it is the, the way CV. you say assessment, do you mean like assessment online or at the online center? Assessment. Online, yeah. So people, I think that is a really difficult part Pro for a lot of people. Most of the people that I've done one-to-one -one work mm -hmm. with, they struggle the most with especially the numerical test. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. they just physically cannot do it. And we've spoken about like, you know, do research and, you know, actually be proactive in that space of okay, time. Okay. Okay. But I actually want to get this from, I want to ask you all actually, how you got your first jobs? Hmm. Okay. okay, okay, okay. What was that hmm. process like getting the job? How did, like, how did you even find the role? What was the process of getting your first job? Right. Okay, so I would say for me, the process of getting my first job was kind of, um, in first year, 
I just saw this job stuff around me. I didn't necessarily have that level of awareness about job stuff, I think, when I arrived in first year. But there was a lot of, like, flutter of companies into mm -hmm. my university, etc. Mainly for the second years, they were kind of going for them. So in first year, I didn't really do anything. I just kind of was like, okay, I'm not going to get involved in this, but maybe I'll do something in the summer in Nigeria. So that's what I did. I went home for holiday. And then I did some work at a law firm, very local, um, interesting work but not necessarily what i wanted to do um but it did teach me to work in an environment with people etc mm -hmm. so then in second year um i heard about this company seo and i kind of just signed up i wasn't really sure what was going to come of it but then um i got some callbacks for big four firms uh to do kind of interviews randomly i think i would say for me the easiest way to get a graduate job is through an internship it's the easiest way it's mm -hmm. it's a free gift they literally have invested eight, eight to ten weeks in you they literally would rather just hire you than yeah. anybody else. Mm. And they're not. And a lot of graduate schemes are filled from the internship. Yep, so by the time you're looking at grad level, the pool is so much smaller. Smaller for right. you. Because yeah. Yeah. a lot of companies fill their grad schemes with interns. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and if you didn't intern with them, they would almost expect you to have interned with someone else because at least someone else has trained you for 10 weeks and you're not going to yep. come so fresh that they right. have and come fresh. Really exactly. yeah. What, do, what yeah. does Outlook really And I keep mean? saying this to yeah. like people in uni, like don't, don't, don't play. Don't don't internet. play your summers away going to <laughs> concerts and stuff. Honestly, this thing no, is so important. There's only one with concerts, please. <laughs> yeah. No, they're great. But they're great. Concerts but are but, great. but, but go, are how much how much better is it to go to a concert with the money that you've been paid for? You earn earn. So yeah. what I was going to say about when I was going through um, my process is like I said, play to your strengths, right? Um so I was horrible at the numerical tests. And so what I did on one afternoon, whilst I was, I sh could have been on my way to London for a birthday party, was list the list of companies that didn't need a numerical test and mm -hmm. and and, um, mm -hmm. and verbal reasoning your, test. You applied for your first job. Was this say that again? Was this you applying for your first? This job? This was me applying okay. for my first job. Yes, I just made a long list of every single. Like I went through, I must have gone through maybe sixty companies. Went through the ones that didn't need numerical tests and mm -hmm. just made a list of them. And I was like, I'm gonna focus on these companies because right. these are the companies that want me mm -hmm. like i'm not you know what i mean because otherwise i'm going to spend lots and lots of time doing things that i know that i'm i'm gonna it's gonna take me ages to kind of be good at mm -hmm. so i think from that perspective but obviously you know if you think that the companies that you desperately want to work for i think in my case it was i just kind of wanted something but but if you think that the companies that you definitely want to work for um need miracle tests or verbal tests then then obviously kind of find your way to. And typically if you're on a visa, you'll be in that scenario. So you'll be in the scenario where you need a large company to yeah. sponsor you yeah. to stay yeah. here. So typically you will need to take a numerical test or do some kind of game-based interview or whatever. Uh, so as Tony says, if you don't need it and you're maybe a UK citizen, it's a bit easier. You can kind of find a smaller company that will happily have you. I think definitely do that. Otherwise, I would say get a tutor. Like mm -hmm. seriously, it, it's a short space of time. Uh, where you have to bang it out and kind of learn to do it, but mm -hmm. really it will benefit you in the long run. Uh, it, and honestly, you don't need maths per se after you get a job. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. having been in a job at a bank for a few years, I can say, and consulting before that, I can safely say I don't need maths for anything. I use Excel and I can learn the, the keys Formulas. on, on mm -hmm. uh, Google. <laughs> so the the need for the test, I don't let the test like surmount you. Mm. You know, you kind of need to rise above that test and think, okay, this is just a short term thing. It's mm. a means to an end. So how do I really kind of tackle this? If mm. I can't do it myself, do I need to get a tutor? Do I need to get someone to support me? Even if I have to pay for it, 
how much am I willing to invest? Is it more important to, to me, as, as Lola said, than going to party in the park, mm. right? Mm. Because mm. Capital FM, yeah, yeah, it's fun, but mm. should I invest in the tutor because mm. I'll get a job? Mm-hmm. So, so how do you, how do, how do you get your first job, Twain? How did I get my first mm. job? Yeah, so um, I didn't I didn't actually need it for for my role, the role that I applied, the roles that I applied to. I I ended no, up no no no. I don't mean numerical. I'm just in yeah. So in general, general, after you broke down, broke okay, down okay. The so how did yeah. I get my first job? Yeah. Mm. So um, I applied tons and tons. I think I for my internships, I did the numbers game thing, and mm. that didn't work. So I completely agree with Lola mm. that it's not a numbers game at all. It's not a throw your CV around mm. and see who catches it. No. Mm. Um, by the time I was in my final year, I probably applied to seven places or whatever and got maybe four offers mm. so um the kind of success rate was really good and mm. it was just from the perspective of being intentional like, mm. like we've all said kind of focusing on what does that role um require and i was very focused about i wanted technology consulting i only applied to technology consulting roles and mm. kind of got a big percentage of them so yeah that was mm. that was basically me it's so interesting your two stories because mine is kind of a hybrid of that so i studied engineering mm. and i remember going to all the engineering fairs and there would be all the you know defense companies and all those um type of companies and i i used to look at the people that were standing in the stalls and think hmm okay i don't want to be like you, <laughs> I be like you. <laughs> um and i remember i had a lot of friends that studied economics and you know they introduced me to seo and they're like oh you know this seo thing blah blah and i looked on the website i'm like banking accounting a law none of this is for me and then i saw they had a small technology section i'm like well i'm kind of in technology so i guess they will need someone like me so i remember applying and i'll never forget i went for my first meet and greet and everyone was so serious and so and that's when i knew i was sleeping because at this point i was in my third year i had worked in nigeria for the summer the previous mm. year and i thought you know i'll just go back to nigeria and you know join one of the yeah. companies they're like it's easy it's not easy so i remember thinking okay i'm clearly out of my league here you know everyone here kind of knows stuff and i don't really know anything no and i remember they asked mm-hmm. me i would never forget my friends make fun of me um with this all the time they asked me I think why you think why I think a tech a bank would need technology and I said to protect them from malicious attacks. That's literally what malicious. I said. Malicious attacks. I remember which is thinking critical. And I remember Dang. going back thinking, okay, I, I need to um is that what you did doing? Yeah, that's what you <laughs> Cyber sex. You said something relevant. Cyber sex. I was I was ahead of the game. You were ahead of the game. The guy looked at me with, right. with a with a con like is this girl okay? <laughs> Does she even know what she's talking about? Malicious. Because of the way I said it, I, yeah. I just I just blurted out something. So I went back and I thought, okay, I need to get my act together. And I wasn't, I wasn't great at the numerical test either. But I was better at them than the verbal. Because mm. I guess, you know, engineering, brain, whatever. And I remember thinking, okay, at that time, I think SEO would train you. And they would uh, let you take their own test. Mm. So they test you and then they send you to the companies. And some of the companies take SEO's test. So they don't ask you to do another test. Right, okay. And then I almost honed in on those ones that took SEO's test because I did well on the SEO test. So as soon as SEO accepted me, I was like, okay, whatever companies take SEO's test, they're the ones I'm going to target because I don't want to have to do this test again because under pressure, under those things, I just didn't function. Mm -hmm. I remember doing one of the big four and they were like, we loved you, you were great, but... The tests, and you know, big four, they're very, you they're know. They're big on the tests. Big on because the tests. Because they make yeah. us redo the tests. Exactly. Because of all the exams. I don't think I would have actually survived in a big four they because make of us all redo. the exams. How rude is what that? What do you buy redo? Like, so, 
for my internship, after I did the test online, when I got there, they make you do it again. Yeah, they make you do it again on the day again. Yeah, because they're like people take other people's tests. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yes, yes, and that's where I felt. That's why I felt because I had already done the test online. I got there. They asked me to do test again. I think that's when why when I failed. So it's so. So I remember then I thought, okay, this is interesting, and I got a few interviews and one of them fell through fell through one of them came through and i got the internship and that's how i got my first job literally wow. so i it was kind of a hybrid of i'm not great at these tests but i passed one so i'm sticking and, <laughs> sticking <laughs> and that one got me my first job so i think it's kind of a hybrid of play to your strengths but also like you have to if that's what it takes, you have to just go for it. Something interesting, though, like, I think slightly different from what you guys say. So um, I agree with playing to your strengths and, like, focusing and trying to, like, hone in. I think for people who don't necessarily know what they want to do, I think they have to be exploratory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're not sure what you want to do, but you know, of course, that you need to be employed because you need to make money, I would suggest that you try a few different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't, where I don't, don't struggle. <laughs> don't don't feel shy of applying to a few different industries. Industries mm-hmm. and seeing how the process goes. In some interviews, you might find it's quite coming quite naturally to you. Mm. You're really enjoying it. The conversation is quite interesting. In others, you're thinking this is absolutely not for me, etc. Mm. Um, but I think each of us could probably work in a few other different industries than yeah. the one we do today, and just be mindful of that. I think my um, I think my perspective is um, very much deciding right mm-hmm. so if you think i'm not i don't know what i'm good at you have to try something mm-hmm. and in that trying something you have to pick one to try because mm-hmm. you can't try seven things at, at, mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. so i think that's that's also something i struggled with as well like when i was throughout my university um time um summers i would be like i kind of want to do this but i want to do this also mm-hmm. but i want to, and then mm-hmm. you're just indecisive for ages and mm-hmm. you never do anything yeah. so i think at, at the time i was in final year i still felt like i don't know what what i want to do but i had a list of things that i definitely didn't want to do and yeah. i was like okay i'm gonna try technology mm. if it doesn't yeah. work out well it wouldn't have worked out and mm. you know here's me five years later so mm. um so you're right you know your strength could be could be valid in other areas or other industries or whatever it is but, but, try, um, something. Yeah. but I never, try something yeah. and like pick something yeah i never like, i never i never imagined i'd be working in finance i just i hated I was, accounting i hated all those financing <laughs> things but you just don't know what's no. yeah you don't presume, know. You can't that presume that accounting. everybody that works in the bank yeah. is a banker. They're not. They're How so wrong I was. <laughs> and this is literally like, for me, th- my, my story is completely different to any of your stories because mm-hmm. I wasn't still in the journey. in Because mm-hmm. I just started working, what, six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and in uni, I knew I wanted to do marketing like fairly early. So yeah. after my first year, I wanted to do marketing. I started applying for like internships in my first year and like Easter programs. And like that. none of those went through. Um, second year I kept applying nothing third year I kept applying nothing I graduated still nothing and I was like okay um, and coming to like right in July coming to like October November I was kind of like this is just exhausting like I'm over it and for me I've always been picky mm. Even not necessarily because I I knew that being picky was or being focused or having laser like vision on what it is you wanted was an, a good approach I was just picky because I was picky mm. and so I was like this looks great, but I don't really want it. I'm like, I also want more money. I'd, I was just being picky, like I, like, I, like it was my my field to run around. <sighs> anyway, come, come October, November, I'm like, yeah, like, sis, you need a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you need a job. <laughs> if you weren't thinking, your mom would be thinking like, um, bruh. <laughs> Maddie was like, so you're still employed? <laughs> I was like, actually, she will be... 
Anyway, Status as the universe likes to rise up, <laughs> touch woods, a friend of mine was working in this company, which is where we both work now. And it's a tech marketing agency. And I kid you not, I had so I was like, I'm not doing agencies. So I had done a summer internship in, a, in an advertising agency in Nigeria the, in my second year. And it was great. But everything everybody there kept telling me was work on the client side. Work on the client side. So in my head, it was like a rhythm. I was like, I'm not doing agency. I'm not doing agency. Um, Come October 2018, agency is what is up for grab. And so my... F- uh, she comes up in my friend's agency. She gives the director my CV. He calls me up. I, call, I go for the interview. Goes well. He calls me up. And thankfully, there was no assessment, which is funny because they actually have assessment tests mm-hmm. for market. Yes. But, but you job. see, because, no, because company, someone gave him your CV, I think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that was it. Because yeah. for, even for my company, they have assessment. The people that sit beside me and they were assessed, but mm-hmm. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to. I'm more of a visual, let me speak to you type of person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was all I needed to, to get my job. Sis, what color is your passport? <laughs> Oh, actually, it's burgundy. Okay. All right. That's also another. I could hear Joanna. Always, always, always remember. Always remember. I could hear the luxury. Yes, I had the luxury of having a British passport. So that was also a plus on my side, a massive plus. Mm -hmm. Because I work for a startup company and they're not sponsoring anybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. So definitely being a British citizen was a massive plus. Mm -hmm. But tech wasn't my thing. So I work in tech marketing. And. Different but things. I got this job right and I was sticking it out because I needed a job. Mm-hmm. But six months into the job, fast forward to now, I'm grateful for this space mm-hmm. because I know more about what I want to do in the context of marketing. As Joe yes. was saying before, marketing is so broad. People say marketing and we think like just billboards. the billboards. Yeah. And it's like, sis. No. Sis, that's like the 2% these days because mm-hmm. like what's really on the, like, is it like, is it digital? Like what kind of billboard is this even? I was talking about is analytics. And there's so much data. data. I'm not even, I'm not the one. I studied management and marketing at uni, but I don't even mess with numbers. Like I don't play with numbers. Mm -hmm. I could not have in my wildest dreams guessed that this would be my day to day. Mm. Um, But I had to get there. Nobody could have told me. Honestly, even if they told me, I still wouldn't grab fully. I wouldn't get it fully. So I need to just get in and do what I have to do. I think like you said, um, like you said, you just wanted something. And from that perspective, the good thing about just taking something is learning. Leah, it's learning. You know, it's learning about what you're doing or what you hate or what you don't want to do. Mm. But when you're not doing anything, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. You're just going to not be doing anything. And then you won't learn until the point you pick something up. So I think that's definitely a big learning for the last, from the last couple of years in my career in that even, even learning in that taking new projects, doing new things, working with new people, new technologies, new, whatever it is, like, especially whilst you're still exploring at the point where you decide this is my sweet spot, then you can keep on like focus on it. But when you're still exploring, it it makes all the sense to kind of like pick new things up. And And also if by any chance you want to, you're listening and you don't necessarily want to be in a formal career, you maybe want to be uh, run your own business, et cetera. Joining a formal career for a short period of time, it gives you a bit of structure. There's mm. a lot of learning there that you can mm. apply to your own business. So mm-hmm. don't be shy to just kind of take a stint yeah. uh, in a corporate career just to see what that looks like and how things are managed yeah. really to it really get gives closer you perspective, to that. I think. Yeah, I think it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning, like what do you do at this point? And I guess what I'm hearing that some people should maybe do is just take something up. You know, t- t- I think because what we've been talking about, you know, being focused and being intentional. But I guess sometimes intentional doesn't really pay the bills. Like you know, get get a job, get a job, and learn learn on the job. And if you if you learn that you don't like it, then you mm. can move on because at least that job will teach you something. So if you're eight months in and you haven't found something, go back to those ones that you actually said, nah, maybe not. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. 
pick I, them I up. Would do that. Say, something know. that we actually explore in the blog post, and that will be coming out before the this episode actually is released. Mm-hmm. But how you shouldn't ignore like companies outside the big four because mm-hmm. there's so many other companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because I don't know what the percentage is, but they're not like there's so much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the startups, the medium sized companies, the mm-hmm. ones that have two hundred and fifty employees and less. Like those are the ones actually looking for work. Like in my company, we're about 800 staff in UK. Yeah. And every day they're looking for more people and then they, and they, I see people say, oh, I'm jobless. I'm like, but they're, but they're recruiting. Job. Exactly. And that's what you see. What's the thing about yeah. it. When, when you're in, when you're on the other side of the fence, you like, every day they're hiring. They're wrong. Yeah. Every and I'm day. like, so, why? Honestly, the truth is that I think once you get your first job, getting another job is it's easy. so easy. Yeah. It's like yeah. so much easier. Mm. A, because I think you have a lot of mental resilience about rejection. Yeah. As in, 100%. literally, your mind is in a completely different headspace from when you first took mm-hmm. on a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I changed jobs mid-career. Mid uh, it's not been that long, but mid-career and I found it so much easier to change jobs because I just felt like yeah okay this one rejected me cool it's not meant to be mm. this one rejected, cool it's mm. not meant to be I was still as if with my cushy the security. you know exactly security. and then the one that was supposed to work out did so I would say just take something yeah. as, as Lala would say just do something pick take something a step yeah. pick something while you uh, search for the, the while one. you yeah. search yeah. for the one the one that you think is the, the one yeah. I think when you go into your first job you probably will realize that there is no, no one. the one yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing it's I was going to say is like that research on like what is the right job blah 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 is much much easier to do than you think it is i think that when i was at the point when i was taking my first job i thought oh my god it's such a myth oh my god i can never know what a hedge fund does i can never know what's big for so it's like message people on linkedin yeah they might reply you or they might not yeah. those that reply you you get something from mm. them those that don't message us we can just answer yeah honestly like, honestly and i feel like a lot of people don't use i think honestly just your like john was saying the headspace like just the i think what what a nine to five gives you is just one it boosts your confidence because you're used to talking to people that you don't know yeah like, you don't have to talk to people that you know like you can act, just approach someone and say can i have a coffee with you before i joined the workforce what what do you mean can i like i, I don't think i would have even been able to you know fathom the confidence ask someone for a coffee like what was that Why but now coffee? you know I meet someone, I'm like, actually, what you do sounds interesting. Let's grab a coffee. And it's not, it's not weird. It's just having it, good it's conversation. Just, it, yeah, yeah that's just what it is. And you learn so much by just having a 10-minute chat, 20-minute chat. Message us. Like, some people will be willing to tell you whatever they know about yeah. things. And Absolutely. that's how you find out. Yeah what's yeah. out there and even in places where you may feel unqualified just take a step take a yeah. step that's what I can you'll be say. so surprised how take willing people are to give people chances because I think a lot take of times people think oh I have to know XYZ a lot of people don't know what they're doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know that's what they're doing that. so <laughs> just when I joined banking I didn't know what banks did let's be real <laughs> girl I don't I'm know if I keep st- it 100 currently I don't know if I know right now <laughs> <laughs> there's a theme here there's banking and then there's tech yeah there's banking this way don't be intimidated if you're something completely different like we still got you like yeah yeah, we've got got you if you do marketing i mean we've got marketing we've got you if you do whatever you do hr i studied law Uh, we've got you we all studied different subjects to wrap this up nicely i'm gonna ask each of you actually to, to just one per category so one one thing people should avoid to end up in a situation like this and i was and we exposed a bit again in our blog post that people don't plan to be eight months in mm-hmm. and not employed mm-hmm. so people like people think about all the scenarios but not being employed eight months after graduating is not a scenario people plan for mm. so actually three things one 
if you're in it, I would say think outside the box. So not it, you don't have to go the natural, you know, the usual routes. If you apply to all the big fours, look at the small fours, you know, look at the small 900s mm. and just think outside the box. Don't necessarily go for the large corporates. And if, you, if you're in the position where you don't have a choice, for example, you're on a visa, come to colleges and careers. Yes. <laughs> Um, to avoid it, I'd say, um, research, just research widely, keep reading books, ask, talk to people, ask people what they do, just keep on like expanding your knowledge. Cause I think that, um, the only thing that is secondary to kind of getting that firsthand experience is also having the theoretical knowledge of like what you're going to be doing. I'm thinking about my first interview. I didn't necessarily know what I was going to be doing practically, but I had a conceptual knowledge mm. of what information security professionals do, what technology risk means, what it means in the kind of news and newspapers and things like that. So just keep your keep your head kind of active and just keep on um, getting information from wherever you can. And if you're already in the situation, I'll say, like Laura said, just be creative. Like, find find a way like you know i think i think um when you're when you're in those situations is when you're most resourceful so like just find a way to get something find a way to get active you know it doesn't have to be the traditional routes it doesn't have to be the traditional companies that you've thought about you know just kind of widen your net to get a foot in the door um so i would say to avoid um i would say try a range of things don't be too siloed um don't wake up already thinking okay i must be an investment banker and if i'm not an investment banker then i'm not going to work Mm -hmm. because to be honest investment banking jobs are the hardest to get as in to be an investment banker in a bank not other things in a bank but being an investment banker specifically so i think it's important for you to try to you know take your skills and experience within university etc and think what could this apply to Mm -hmm. it's a it's not necessarily casting the widest net but at least cast a a reasonably wide Mm -hmm. net to give yourself the best chance for success i would say that's what you should do to avoid and if you're already in the situation i would say um have conversations with people don't be shy. Don't hide your situation. Mm. Um, don't feel like you need to be ashamed mm-hmm. of not having found a job, etc. Because mm. um, I probably presume that a friend of yours has a job, at least one friend, uh, or someone that you know that's a bit more senior or progressed in their career has a job and they can give you some advice. They can take your CV. You never know. Um, really, you could get opportunities from everywhere and anywhere. So I would say just don't be shy. Uh, be open to conversation. Seek people out. And try to just ask questions because someone might just take you up on that. Yeah. I think um, to avoid the situation, like Lola said, I think it's just to be active, to be proactive in the time leading up to graduating and then post-graduation. So in taking up almost any experience you can get. So I've worked in retail. Ev- like I never wanted to. I, I, thought, I always thought I wanted to do marketing. And marketing maybe in like beauty or fashion. So I worked in retail every year since my first year of A-levels. And that has nothing much to do with my job now because I work in a different field entirely. But the skills from retail, because retail is wild. Mm. It's so wild. It was like, oh, I don't want to do it. But it was like, it was, it was easier and I could get the job. And yeah. I wanted the money for a summer. So uh, at 18, I worked in retail. I worked in Harrods. I worked in Colmonaco. I worked in Fiorucci. But those have nothing. That was my experience at first. And then I got experience again with an internship and then my job. So I think it's just gathering the experience wherever you can. And making those networks because they all add up to something at mm. the end of the day. So don't mm-hmm. neglect the small, what looks like the small things. Mm. I think, if to avoid the situation. Now, if you're in the situation, 
I'm still here for networking because that's how I got my job. Mm -hmm. And it was because someone knew me and knew what I could bring to the table and they recommended me. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't put myself forward for that role because I knew my friend worked there, but for some reason, I never even thought of applying there. I didn't even think it was possible for them to hire two friends. I don't even know why I didn't think that was possible because they knew we went to, like, why would they care? <laughs> why would they care that I went to uni together? What's their business? Can I do the job? Yes, let's go. Yeah. Um, do you ever ask her? Ask her for what? To As in, no. So what? No, actually, she knew I was looking for a job. Okay. And it was a case of like, we were just helping ourselves. So like if we saw opportunities online, I'd send to her. Even if we were applying for the same roles, we didn't even care at this point. Just yeah. like, whoever gets in, gets in. And then we try and get the next person in. We're, we're back to back yeah. on this situation. Guess so she was some like, good if friends. anything comes up on my, my job, I will, like, I will just let you know. And it was literally, it was one morning she texts me, there's an opening, send me your CV. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I just did something. She was like, show me, send me the CV. I just sent her the CV as it was. She even edited the CV. Like, this, like that's my Shana base. Noor. This is what we really have to share with you all. Um, and we're happy to take in questions. So email us, follow us on College and Careers on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Um, and if you have further questions about this, follow up with us. Um, and if there are specific things you want to hear about or you want us to discuss, again, let us know. But we will be bringing out more content on, across all platforms as blog posts, as podcasts, and on our social media. And that is all from us for this week, folks. And on to the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you for joining. Bye.